Hi, here we go. Woo, 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 woo. It's time for Supercross Talk, and uh, Cappy's here. Sedano will join us in a minute here. Uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, I was listening to your show yesterday. Okay. Was there something stupid said? It was, it was nonstop stupid. Was it the part and where this, I had to stop at the hotel in Irvine to go to the bathroom? Yeah, that was, that was stupid. Wait you a minute. What? Did you do your show uh, like from a mobile unit or something? No, no. What happened is I was on my way home. I was heading south. This was on Monday night, mm-hmm. and uh, my stomach was uh, growling. Not, not cooperating. Right. And I, I had to get off the freeway, and then I had to you know, find a hotel to use the bathroom. And people have now been discussing what is the best place to go to use a public bathroom. Yes. And so for me, I tell people all the time, hotel lobby is the best place you can go to. Good spot. You're right. Some people tell me that the best place is a department store, but I'm like, then I got to go into a mall and I got to park and I got to go into the department store and I got to ask where the bathroom is. I mean, it's very easy to go into a hotel lobby. Some people say a Starbucks, but a lot of times at a Starbucks, you may need a key or a code. Code, a code. Yeah. Yeah. A gas station is usually dirty. Hotel's the best place. Do you have fear of public bathrooms? I think Ireland, you're afraid of public bathrooms, aren't you? Yeah, I prefer not to use them. See, I don't care. You mean either, May? Makes no you. difference to me. Makes makes none whatsoever. Did you? You know, when I used to drive back and forth between San Diego and for a while there, I did uh, Monday. I stayed in the in L.A. through Monday. Went to San Diego for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Came back to L.A. on Friday. So I drove that that uh, route a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And yep. a lot of the time, I would have a bottle in the car with me, okay, and I wouldn't bottle? stop at all, like an Aquafina bottle. Aquafina, and I, and I would not stop at all. Aquafina, you can't pee in an Aquafina bottle yes, while you're you driving. You absolutely can. It can be done. No, see, Mace, if you would have got the Waikea, the Hawaiian volcanic water that I yes. drink, big mouth openings to make your right. job a well, little Aquafina easier. Well, Aquafina has a big mouth opening. Oh, oh I didn't why? know that. Okay. Yeah, big mouth. Right. Oh, I, I mean, I couldn't, you know, Dasani. Stop. I, no I mean, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm seeing like this tiny little thing, you know? Really? Yeah. So you, that's how you do it, huh? You drive and you and you pee at the same time. Yeah, exactly. No reason to stop. No, I'm with that all day long. This wasn't. This was not number one. This was number two. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you got, got any? You got anything on that? You got no, any no, no. Ideas yeah, on no, that? Then you got to. Then you got to get the car and pull it right on. Yeah, get Double into that hotel top. and do your business. Right. You know that the hotel I pulled into. They had a, um, a security arm, like, for parking. There was no parking at the front, like, hey, 10-minute check-in kind of thing. Nothing like mm-hmm. that. Right. And I pull in. I'm like, oh, my God. Now I got to get into this the parking lot. Um, first 30 minutes free. After the first 30 minutes, it starts with $26 per half hour. Whoa. Did you what? did you get in and out within 30 minutes? 27 minutes and 30 seconds, That a boy. That a boy. 27 minutes and 30 seconds. Well done. On the dot. Hotels are such a ripoff. I mean, you pay the hotel room, then you got a resort fee, then you got parking. It's like it's such a scam. Hotels are a total scam. Well, it's kind of like I was the other day. I flew on um, uh, Spirit Airlines. Oh my God, that is like you're like you voluntarily paddling. flew on Spirit Airlines. There was really just no other flights that could get me to where I wanted to go at the time. Now I will say this: um, when I tell you that I was supposed to land at LA at eleven oh six, I looked at my watch. We Landed at 11.06 on the dot. So I have nothing bad to say about Spirit Airlines with regards to being on time. Now, I will say this. How was the service? I don't know. I slept both both legs of the okay. flight. Okay. But here's what I'll tell you. I walk up to the front. I'm about to, to go onto the plane. I have my backpack, and I have a rolly bag. And okay. they said, um, you have to pay for the bag. 
And I'm like, oh, that's a ripoff. Wait, but wait a second. How much for a carry-on? 30 bucks. 50 this, bucks. Okay, this is like Game of Games. Jorge? 25. Okay, very good. Bergie? 45. You guys are not going to believe this. What? $100. Oh. To, to bring a carry-on on the plane? And I said to the lady, I said, What if you're going to put it under your seat? It doesn't matter. Just to bring on a second bag. And I had and I had my my wheelie bag and my backpack on top of my wheelie bag, so she could see that I had two bags. So I said, "Wait, a hundred dollars?" And she's like, "Yeah, sorry." And I'm like, "But wait a second. When I was downstairs and I was checking in at an agent, they said, "Do you have any um, thing that you want to check?" I said, "No." At no point does anybody say to me, "Okay, well then, because you have two bags, you're going to have to pay for one." I said, "Would it have been less expensive downstairs?" Yes. And it would have been less expensive had you done it online in advance. Didn't know. Hundred bucks that's to a, get on the plane. That's a bait and switch. That is a ripoff. And I'm assuming they had overhead compartments, right? They they did indeed. Plenty of space. No problem. Wow. That's very odd. Well, that's how Spirit then gets their money back. They discount the price of the airfare and, and then everything. hitch up everywhere well, that's, else. That's the whole point. So, Mace, when you talk about hotels, and first it's like, ooh, I've got a room for $100 a night. And then you get there, and they hit you with this fee and that fee and taxes for this, and then they hit you with parking. And all of a sudden, you're like, my $100 hotel room turned into 250 bucks. I should have stayed at the nicer place where they don't charge you for this and this and this. There you go. I know. So, Spirit, I, I listen, I, I was really bummed out. So, on the second leg of the flight, because I got to Vegas and I had to mm-hmm. then come to L.A., on the second leg, I carried my backpack over my shoulder, like on my shoulders, and then I had my rolly bag, and that nobody stopped me. Nobody said, hey, you got to pay for it, because instead of having two bags, I really only was carrying one bag. The other one was on my shoulders. So my dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like somebody's pulling a fast one there. Hey, Cap, bucks. you were just uh, uh, hanging out with the Cleveland Browns. They play again tonight at home mm-hmm. against Pittsburgh. Do they win? I think they do. Um. As bad as it was, and it was a really, really bad loss against Joe Flacco and the Jets, there's no time to, like, sit around and whine about it. And the Steelers lost at home to New England. And so do you guys realize that, like, these guys play on Sunday. Yep. There's no practice this week at all. When, when my buddy who's the they offensive get Monday off. Right. My buddy who's the offensive coordinator of the Browns, when he dropped me off at the airport on Monday morning at 5.30 a.m., he had his car packed with his pillows and his blankets I said, what are you doing? He goes, I won't go home all week. I said, what are you going to go to a hotel like right next to the facility? He said, no, I'm, I'm going to sleep in my office all week. Mm. So the, so there's really no practice other than like a short maybe like walkthrough, I think, yesterday. And the coaches have to game plan the week before because they've got this Thursday game. So I think the advantage goes to the home team. So And I'm also very, at this point, emotionally invested in the They're Cleveland Browns. They're both really bad teams, though. Well, they don't have quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, come on. Jacoby I want to see well, Small Hands I, Kenny. Get I, Small Hands Kenny in I there. think I would rather have Jacoby Brissett than Mitch Trubisky. Small Hands. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'd i rather be the Browns than the Steelers because you have Jacoby Brissett and you have Deshaun Watson coming down the pike. But he's not there till Week when? 11. Week 12, November? Week 11 or 12, yeah. yeah. See, if I were the Steelers – and I don't really think I'm a Super Bowl contender this year, what am I wasting time with Mitch Trubisky for? Have him be a backup. Yep. Have him be an insurance policy. You drafted a kid in the first round who in the preseason really had a nice – I mean, he really was unbelievable. Great, right. Yeah. So why not just play this kid? Yeah, you're going nowhere. Why not play the kid? Even though he's got small hands. Small hands, Kenny. 
Is that why he wears gloves? Isn't that weird, though? I mean, we knew from – we call him Small Hands Kenny because, you know, they measured his hands and he had small hands. At, small uh, hands. At, uh, at the combine. and Idiots. <laughs> now, now, look, does hand size even matter? I mean, come on. The guy had a really great decorated college career, and he had this great preseason. I'm not saying to you that he's going to the Hall of Fame, but – I mean, can he not grip the ball? Is that what you're telling me? Is that why he wears these gloves? I don't know. You, you're you an NFL guy. They do this combine with all this stupid stuff like jump up and hit that thing and then run the shuttle race. And, right. Uh, hey, and, run over and there. And now and measure their thing. hands. It's like none of these things matter. That's the thing that, um, that, that I believe. None of these things matter. What matters is what's on that tape from your college career. And what matters is – the way you play once you get there. I don't care about all the measurables. It's the intangibles that make a great quarterback. Ah. Hey, hey, Mace. <laughs> hey, 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 Mace. Hey, we're getting a lot of reaction to, to uh, Cappy's story about pulling over to go to the bathroom. Oh, all yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brendan Craig. In and out is the place to go. Open late, decent bathrooms, it's the spot. Mm. Uh, Beto and Whittier says, park bathroom in a pinch find yeah. a park mm-hmm. uh, hotels are not scams mason you don't get reward points on airbnb and i get points and comps from marriott bonvoy right but i you're at the same time you're paying a resort fee it's like okay so if you go online and you get a room right now it'll give you a price then once you get there they'll say oh yeah there's a they'll nickel and dime you yeah and then they'll and then they'll say oh and by the way there's no parking so it's going to cost you x amount to park it's like it is a total scam once they get you in they can get anything from you john ireland here's another one from aaron gomes who says as a home health clinician Grocery stores are pound for pound the best public bathrooms to use. Yeah, um, grocery stores are good, but again, I, I was I was on the freeway and I got off right at John Wayne Airport and I turned right and the closest thing was all these hotels. And I'm just a big believer that hotel lobbies are the best place because I think they have the cleanest bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. But a grocery is store is okay. Taking, is Sedano just taking the day off? Is he? Does he not believe in super? Has he lost faith in super crosstalk? Hey, no, been, I did not lose faith. Oh, just, there, oh there he is. Damn thing to work for some reason. What yeah, was this? Thanks, what was, what was You're the having Comrex issues? Yeah, I had to. I reached. It wouldn't like actually show me the screen with the different like uh, Comrex uh, channels or whatever. Yeah. So I was. Uh, I told this story earlier, uh, George, and and you'll you'll appreciate this. You know, if I had. If I could pick any job in the world in sports and be mm-hmm. that guy, for some reason, I've always wanted to be a baseball closer. I think baseball closer <laughs> is a really good job. It is so high leverage. I've got this uh, little Fredo ball. Uh, my dog has this little uh, f- uh, ball toy kind of thing. And I put blue tape on the wall in front of me. And I've been throwing strikes all day long, just throwing strikes as if yeah. I was a closer. Okay. Now, are you good in like uh, emergency high leverage type situations? Yeah, I'm kind of like Evan. I'm like the Evan Phillips of uh, any pitch. Okay. Now, let me ask Ireland that question since Mm -hmm. he's worked with you for 20 years. Ireland, do you believe that Mason is good when everything is going haywire? No. Um, (laughs) The immediate reaction. Total garbage, by the way. Yeah. um, Total garbage. But, Mace, I think you left out a job that's better than closer. Okay. What is it? A a job in sports that's better than closer. What's that? Pinch. Voice of the Lakers? No, pinch hitter. Think oh. about it. Nobody oh. really expects you to get a hit. Great point. 
and you make the major league minimum, which now is like a million dollars. If you get a hit, everyone's like shockingly surprised. Yeah. And you maybe play, I don't know, twice a week. Yeah. And like Manny Moda had the greatest job ever because they it, it's not like they put him in as a late inning defensive replacement. I don't even think he had a glove. They just brought him in to hit. And if he got a hit or got on base, he was a hero. And if he didn't, everybody said, well, you know, you can't sit on a bench for two and a half hours and then come in cold and expect him to get a hit. He'll, you know, blah, blah, blah. Pinch hitter's the best job in all the sports, I think. Cap, well, do you- if you uh, but nobody talks about the pinch hitter afterwards. Uh, like, oh, if he gets guy. a hit, they do. Yeah, they do. But I, but uh, the closer, he comes out every game, and you play a really cool piece of music. Yeah, but wow. if you're like uh, Craig Kimbrell and you you bomb half the time, then everyone hates you. Would whoa, you- whoa, whoa! Did you see this picture in the Sedano and uh, Cap Circle of Trust of no, you, Mason? This is a young Steve Mason here. Is there really a good picture? It's an upper deck. You're in like Chargers gear. Mace, it's uh, the old school 690 pick. Yeah, oh, the big nice. show. Who is yeah, the big show? You that, was, that was Mason and I. Oh, it was called The Big Show? It yeah. was called The Big well, Show. Well, BS, yeah. we called it for, oh. you know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good picture. No, man. I think I he was you. trying to uh, send that out the other day, George, when he was trying to drum up votes as being more handsome than me. Right, which you won in an overwhelming fashion. In a landslide, yes. Yeah. Um, but with his Twitter followers. Uh, but, but um, Mason, the other picture you sent out, which I thought would get you some votes, was your kind of poser SteveMason.com picture. You remember uh, that, that one? Was, yeah, that was my. You, you look like it? you're a Good Morning America host in that oh, shot. Yeah, I know. Mace, this 690 days. picture back in the day. Um, what year do you think this is? Late 90s? 1994. 94, 95. Oh, so like when the Chargers yeah. were like really good back then in the 90s. Yeah, we. Yeah, uh, 94 was the year the Chargers went to the Super Bowl. Right, uh, Stan Humphreys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's a good picture, though. The, the SteveMason.com. But there are acting pictures out there that are funnier. I had some manager who was, like, trying to get me all posy. I'm just not a posy Don't person. you feel like you might want to have your hair dark like that again, or are you completely no. satisfied and happy with the whitish-grayish hair? Completely satisfied. This is this is what you get. Now, I did Cappy, dye my eyebrows. I Cap, dyed my now, Cappy, you dye your hair, right? I do. I do. Yeah. Why? Although, Although recently... Um, I have been getting the whole, you know, the salt and pepper looks better kind of thing. Yeah. So I've kind of let it go a little bit. I haven't had it colored in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Last time it happened, um, we got a bottle of Just for Men, and I think we got the wrong color, and my hair was kind of like orange. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, that happened. You know? to, that happened to Colin. He um he it's a cowherd. Yeah, yeah he, definitely. When did. he first started his TV show, he tried. His hair was going gray, <laughs> and he tried to dye it brown and it came out purple mm-hmm. yeah it, no he looked like he looked like the texas longhorns ma- like mascot like yeah like it, Bebo, it was like goofy know, like, yeah hey yeah. uh cap listen to yeah. this somebody just texted spirit Uh-oh. airlines charged me ten dollars for a host to check me in versus free check-in at the kiosk no way so in oh, other that's words, insane so in other words if he would have checked in at the kiosk it was free but he walked five feet to the right and had them check them in, and they charged them ten bucks. It's so funny because I went, I went to their app, and I tried to check in on the app so I could get the electronic ticket on my phone. Couldn't do it. Uh, tried to use their website. Couldn't do it. Thought my flight got canceled, so I got to the airport like an hour and a half early. And when I got to the desk, I said, "Hi, um, yeah, I'd li- I've been trying to check in. I haven't been able to do it." And the guy said, "Well, where are you going?" I said, "Los Angeles." He said, "Well, that's because you're late." And I said, "Wasn't the flight at six forty-five a.m.? It's five a.m." He's like, oh, you're going to Las Vegas, and then you're going to L.A. I mean, it was like, 
It's like one of those old places they used to have, uh, Dick's Last Resort, where the, the waiters and waitresses are like intentionally uh, angry with you and right. it's yes. supposed to be funny. They got attitude. Right. The Spirit Airlines people who work there, I think they just they don't have a <laughs> just got a lot of attitude. A lot of attitude. All right. Speaking yeah. of attitude, Sedano and Cap are coming next. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by Coors Light. Keeping Southern California chill all season long. And stay tuned for stupidity. Tons of it. With Shidano and Cappy. We're back tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN. Hey, hey, Mace. Hey, Mace, I think I got something here. Hey, Mace. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What is going on, Georgie Sedano? I don't know what game is on ESPN tonight, but there's like this great visual of a tailgate. Whatever college game is on tonight. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's West Virginia, Virginia Tech. That's actually a decent game. It is a good game. For everybody that can't figure out how to use Amazon Prime, it's going to be a nice football game for you tonight. I don't think tonight's football game is going to be very good, though. Sorry, Linz. I I agree with you. In fact, I'm dreading it because the Browns tend to embarrass themselves on national TV quite often. When you say you don't think it's going to be very good, do you mean like that you don't think it's going to be a good result? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I I definitely get the sense that uh, most people are not really interested, whereas last week Kansas City versus the Chargers – Maybe just a football fan, not Yeah, they did like almost 14 million people. Right, right. All things included, you know, like the streaming on Amazon plus the local, you know, over-the-air TV stuff, you know, uh, in Kansas City and in L.A. But, yeah, I get the strong sense that people think this game is lame tonight. It is pretty lame. Like, I mean, the Steeler fans always show up, so they'll watch, I'm sure, but, like... I don't know. Like, what do you think this this game's going to go to? About two percent of the country, just Cleveland and Pittsburgh. That's it. Those are the only. No, people there'll be people. I mean, look, there's fantasy, there's gambling, right? Fat Jack's going to join us. I mean, he's on a he's on a heater right now, twelve and three on college football. Um, which, by the way, I got to ask him: Is it did uh, did I hear like people in the community? I love how they rat out like the other shows. Um, <laughs> like like our like our information is proprietary when we talk about like topics. I always think that part is really funny. Um, we've been talking for two days about Oregon State, right? And Oregon mm-hmm. State, like, all of a sudden, this number dropping from 13 and a half to, like, it's now five and a half. Come on, okay? you're kidding me. Yeah, I swear to God. So, uh, Darren Ravel, again, the most annoying person on the internet, arguably. It's your boy. What are you talking about? It's your guy. Wrote a story today about it. I guess that's where Mason and Ireland must have gotten it. Um, 
And uh, But, yeah, we've been talking about it for days. I want to ask Fat Jack, what's up with that game? Why is the SC number keep dropping? like to know myself. I mean, what is it that Vegas knew when they started the line? Yeah. And what is it that the wise guys know now? Yeah. And for, for someone like myself who thinks USC is going to go to Corvallis and smoke those dudes, um, maybe I'm way off here. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they know something I don't know. Maybe they maybe they've actually watched Oregon State, whereas I have not. Uh, I've only watched them play for like a half this season. They played on ESPN late at night. One, I think it was week one or two. I'm playing against Boise State, one of those kinds of games. It was the Boise State game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the game yeah. I watched. So it was yeah. the first one. So I watched like half of that and then fell asleep at halftime because I'm like, it's late, bro. Yeah, I'm feeling. I probably it. had too much to drink. You know, like it's just the reality. Although I haven't dr- had a drink in a while. Um, I I hadn't had a drink in a while mostly because I just wanted to not have a drink. I like to go through like stretches for like a month or two where I don't drink. Really? And then I also got this cold. So I don't mm-hmm. want to drink while I have a cold. So oh. I've gone like a couple weeks without having alcohol, unless you count NyQuil, right? But Yeah, well, you gave me that cold. I appreciate that. I did not. Well, I'm not one of these people that likes to blame other people for giving somebody a cold. But you and I were together on Monday. We had a lovely lunch. We walked yeah. back and forth to the, you know, from L.A. Live around the corner. What was the name of that Mexican restaurant and we had? Cholo. Oh, Cholo, right? And then, and then you and I were in the studio for all those hours together. We were in the car for a little while together. Yeah. And somehow, some way... Your germs invaded my body, and now I got a little bit of it. Wait, we were literally in the car for like 30 seconds. Well, that's all it takes, George. I mean, we were like in the car because I had to move my car from the bottom floor of the garage to the top floor of the garage. That was the only reason. I know. I got and in. Complete, I re- and from the TV side to the radio side. I'm just All I'm telling you is, is our close proximity. Now the two of us both have a little you something. You sound fine to me. I sound nasally <coughs> You know what you have? Rachelitis. That's what you have. Is that what I, have? I don't know. My nose is all runny. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm constantly like cleaning my nose because yeah. like stuff is coming out of it. You know, you've got the itis, but it's Rachelitis. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. In the meantime, let me ask you a question. So you're telling me. You're telling me. That an NFL football game is on tonight and it's yeah. a standalone NFL football game. Yeah. And it's not like some lame game like Jacksonville versus Indianapolis. I know, but this year, the the Steelers, as much as I love them in their history, it's not like you're going to sit there and go, oh, I got to run to watch the Steelers this year. I agree. But fantasy and gambling will get people there. Right, I understand. But all I'm saying is that, again, if this were Sunday afternoon and this were the early window and hypothetically there were eight games on and you were like, well, I'm curious about this one, I'm curious about this one, the rest of this, I don't really care. But this is a standalone, by itself, primetime NFL football game in week three with a lot of drama to the storyline of how the Steelers lose at home last week and can't really do much on offense, and Cleveland gives one away last week at home, and now they're playing Thursday night where there's no time to prepare. These guys haven't even practiced this week. So, for me... Practice? Talk about practice. (laughs) Practice. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Right. So I must admit, George, that I'm probably different than everybody else. I'm now emotionally invested as a Cleveland Browns fan. Well, you are a Cleveland Browns fan because your buddy is the offensive coordinator. So I right. get and it. Once, once he leaves there, I'll no longer be a Cleveland Browns right. fan. Right. You'll be wherever he's at. Right. Like I was a Green Bay Packers fan at one time. I was a yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan at one time. Yeah. You know, I like to support my peeps. Yeah. We should have you take some ayahuasca. Uh, have had the opportunity. Man. Have not yet done it. Nah got to travel somewhere to go do it i don't know it just seems like a whole headache let's go to like peru or something and do it yeah you got to go somewhere in suda americana yeah anyhow um yeah. i gotta ask you something 
Yeah, go ahead. Do you think LeBron and Kevin Durant are the sixth and eighth best players in the NBA going into the season? I've been thinking about that a little bit, as a matter of fact. Because I have thoughts, but I'd love to hear yours first as, like, the outsider. Okay. Well, first, here's my first thought. Mm-hmm. I read the ESPN uh, rankings. Now, can I explain how those things are done real quick? I wish I wish you would, because it would help me understand. It would help me shape my opinion. Okay, so it's it 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 doesn't. Many many years ago, we used to actually all have to concoct a list of one through a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, but no longer that has been the case due to technology over the last I don't know. I want to say like six or seven years. So basically, they created a computer software program that you can, you know, pull up as a, on a link on your phone or on your laptop or on your desktop or whatever. And basically, what it does is it pits two players against each other. Okay, so for example, it'll say Paul George, Anthony Davis. One box will say Paul George, the other box will say Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. and then you pick which one you think is better. Mm-hmm. And then the, another box will pop up, and it'll say Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler. And you mm-hmm. pick which one you think is better. And then another one will pop up and say, Chris Paul, Bradley Beal. And then you pick which one is better. And so on and so forth. And what you're supposed to do is do that like a couple hundred times. Because super fast. Like you can do it very quickly. Um, like you could do, like I did when I did it. Because I wanted a large enough sample size so no one could yell at me. I did like 600 times. Now I did it also like while I'm, you could do it. It's so easy. You could just do it while you're watching TV. I'm just like looking down. Boom, I hit the button, and then I'm looking up, and then I'm looking down again. Boom, I hit the next player. But let me so just understand so something. Is it You know how like when you get to the NCAA tournament and you've got your brackets in front of you and you're playing yeah. one of these online bracket challenges, yeah. and it says like North Carolina against Davidson, and yeah. you just click North Carolina. Is it is it just like that where you're just going click, 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 and then you all of a sudden when you're done with the bracket, you get to the last two? And then no, there like, is no last. This oh. goes to infinity. Oh, okay. Like it just keeps cycling through players forever. Oh, oh. so you so then can how do, do the results get get done then? Ultimately? Because based on how many times everybody does it, and they te- and they specifically tell you you gotta do this as much as for as long as you can. Like they tell you, like keep going until exhaustion, basically. So I would imagine everybody. I mean, I don't know. I do it. Like I said, I did six hundred different evaluations. So. I'm hoping everybody does the same thing. I think we should just go back to listing one through 100, each of us, and sending it via email and let them do it that way. Um, But I guess this way is easier for everyone because it's just a computer system that tabulates all of it for you because you're just picking between two players. Are you saying that now because of the way it's done that perhaps – it's not as accurate. In other words, if I went because I, there's pu- not enough of a sample, perhaps. Right. So, if let's, how many people do you think at ESPN get? Oh, to there's vote? easily a hundred plus people that get. Okay. This so, if I said to a hundred people, all people who did exactly what you just said you did, if I yeah. said to all one hundred of them, is LeBron James a top five player? How many of the hundred do you think would say yes? Of course, he's a top five player. Sixty percent, seventy percent, eighty percent. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. Definitely over half for sure. Okay. If I said to those same 100 people, is Kevin Durant a top five player in the NBA? What percentage of those voters? I would say more than LeBron, I would think. Okay. So I'm wondering if the lack of science to the polling is why we get the results. And then when you ask the question, is LeBron James a top five player? And I read the headline today on ESPN and I looked at six through 10 and I see LeBron and I see KD. I said, okay, well, who's one through five? And that I haven't seen yet. Well, I, I mean, I, I, we've kind of figured it out. Lindsay, who did we think? It, we figured it out. It's, it's, it's a combination of Giannis, Luka, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Steph Curry, right? Okay. Those are the yep. only five that yep. are not on the list. 
Yep. Oh, you guys went and did the whole the work on on who's not. Well, I mean, it's not that hard, not hard to figure that. out. I mean, well, no, it's but not it like any of those guys time, are going to be anywhere besides the top fifteen or twenty. You know what I mean? So, all right. So let me just get this. So if you have LeBron, oh, excuse me, if you have Joel Embiid, yeah, Giannis, mm-hmm. Luca, mm-hmm. who who else did you guys? Nikola Jokic and who and else? Steph Curry and Steph. If 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 those are the top five players in the NBA, correct? Then. Can you live with LeBron and KD being in group six through ten? Given no. you cannot. No, I would. I, Luca and 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 Jokic for sure don't belong, and I can be convinced of all of the other ones um, except Giannis. Like I, Giannis for sure is the best player right now. And you don't um, think Steph is an automatic top five? I um, yeah, I think Steph is an automatic top five, but I, you can convince me that KD and LeBron may still be better. Is my point. Like I'm not saying it's I'm you could you would for sure convince me, but I'd hear the argument. You think that this is a massive insult to LeBron? I think LeBron is going to use this as motivation. Yes, if that's well, what God, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, whatever it takes. I mean, last year the motivation was go ahead, think that we're old. We're going to show you guys that you're wrong. And then I'm, I'm going to text like, somebody. Who are you texting? Dur- just somebody. Just somebody. Okay, just a, some person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm going to say. I'm going to text real quick. I'm going to okay. say, Let me hear what how you're do you th- think? How do you think? Bron, Bron. feels about mm-hmm. where ESPN ranked him. ESPN. God, I wish you would tell us who you're asking. Him. Is it Wendy? You talking to you talking to Wendy? No, this is not it's like a reporter. Morsels. Oh. Yeah, morsels. Okay. Nuggets, is it, Cap. Is it somebody in, in LeBron's agency? I'm not telling you who. I'm just saying it's, God, let's it's just say it's someone close me. to You don't him. tell me these things. Come on, tell me. Okay, how do you think Bron feels about where ESPN ranked him going into the season? All right, I just text that. I sent that to somebody close to him. Okay. And we'll just see what the response is. Is that Maverick? No, I'm not telling you who it is. What Mm. part of I'm not telling you who it is is did you not understand? I understood it, but I'm just hoping that maybe you'll change your mind. No. Absolutely not. Come on, please. No. Absolutely not. Well, we'll Well, see when they respond. They could take hours. I mean, you know. So, But in the interim, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you my thoughts on this. I'm going to give I, I want to expand is basically the way I would describe it on on this situation, because I, I do feel like there is some disrespect here for both those guys, not just LeBron personally. Um, I, I think that that we got this wrong is the way I would describe it. Now, let's talk about the play of the week, the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) 
Hey, in the meantime, George, last week, you, me, and Lindsay Baseball, Double H herself, we all went out for ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. This was la- this was one week ago today, and you got a cup of ice cream. I got an $8.50 milkshake. Thanks for buying, George. And Lindsay Baseball was working the cone, as I recall. Uh, yeah, she was working the cone. You had a milkshake for some reason. Because we had had like one of those days where it was like National Milkshake Day, and I was like, you know what? Milkshake sounds so fire. And if you remember, when they went to start scooping the ice cream, I turned my back. I didn't want to know how many <laughs> scoops they used. <laughs> I, I think it was they used like five more. or six. I'm telling you, it it's was ridiculous. A lot. Right, yeah. ridiculous amount. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to watch. This way, if I don't know how many scoops they use, I won't feel so bad. And as for Charlie's Angels, George, did you watch that as a little kid? I did a little bit in syndication, not like, uh, you know, not when it actually was on like network television. Who was your favorite of Charlie's Angels? Wasn't it? uh, I mean, Farrah Fawcett, right? Was one of the Charlie's Angels, wasn't she not? Right. She was. And I had a poster of Farrah Fawcett in my room. There was also Jacqueline Smith. And I think the other one, her name was Kate Smith, right? I think. Am I am I right on this? I'll have to check. But I but Kate Smith was the cute one where the other ones were like hot and sexy. And for whatever reason, I had this thing for for the cute one. So, I don't know everybody else wanted, you know, Farrah Fawcett, and I was into Kate Smith. Very cute. Love Charlie's Angels. Is it on anywhere now? Can I watch it on like Nick at Night or something? Uh, it, I I don't think so. There's probably maybe like, I don't know. Um, it's got to be streaming somewhere. I bet you it's streaming somewhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Like it's probably not on like the Nick at Night or TV Land or one of those shows anymore. Um, by the way, the response was, who made that question mark? Who made what question mark? That list. Oh, who made the list? Okay, who made the, the top players in the NBA list? No, no, like, actually, who oh. created? Like, what, like, how, like, you know, that was the, the question, that was the response I received. Like, who made oh. that? Oh, okay, wait a second, time out. I need to back up. I'm sure a couple other people may have gotten lost in translation. I know I did. So you sent a text to someone close to LeBron, right? Yeah, and they just responded, who made that? Because LeBron was not in the top five. Yeah, I just was curious. And this person is just hearing of this for the first time? Hmm. Yeah. I would have thought this would have sent ripples throughout LeBron's camp. So there you go. No, LeBron definitely saw it, though. I mean, it's all over social media. Well, how does this person not see it? No, no, this person probably... Cappy, you're misunderstanding. When they say who made that, as in who created the list... Mm-hmm. Do you now understand? Now I do. Did you tell them that you were a part of it? I did. I explained to them. I explained to them via text what I just explained to you. Still well, no response. So. No reply at all. Yeah. No but. reply at all. Um, and I don't blame them. I'd be. I mean, I don't know. Like they didn't. It didn't seem like the. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing they're not taking it all that seriously. But LeBron, at this stage of his life, likes to use a lot of things as motivation. I don't blame him. I use things as motivation all the time, including the community when they piss me off. Yeah, did they piss you off today? No, they didn't piss me off today. Although they, I, I just kind of rolled my eyes and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna spend all day talking about Ime Udoka." Nah, not really. We are. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't really feel like I need to spend all day talking about the Boston Celtics coach being suspended or the reports. I mean, that we he's can mention suspended. it later, like whenever we want to talk about it for like a second. But you know, and just kind of give quick thoughts. But I don't have like I was not going to do three hours on that. Like that's just not. It's not the brand we have here. The brand of stupidity. This serious Correct. story does not fit into the brand of stupidity. Correct. 
Right. Different brand of stupidity, perhaps, but not this brand. Yeah. This is a different brand of stupidity. Right. It's a different I'm brand of stupidity. I'm so anyway, you. real quick. So I, I, I'm just, just to wrap up the LeBron list conversation, and KD, for that matter, too, because I feel like he's being disrespected here in a big way. Like, if you're telling me right now, I had a, the aliens came down, okay, mm-hmm. um, and they were going to take over the world, okay, and we had to create, we ha- I had to pick players, and I had to, you know, assign rankings to players to be able to play on this team to save Earth, right? <laughs> um, yes, it is the storyline of Space Jam. I understand that. But nonetheless, um, I- I'm not taking Luka and Jokic before I'm taking LeBron and KD, even at this stage of their careers. It's not happening. I'm going to take LeBron, but I'm probably not going to take KD. I mean, I can give you can if you can convince me Joel Embiid at this stage, you know, okay, because he plays on both ends. You can certainly convince me that of Giannis. You could convince me that the greatest shooter in the history of the sport and one of the greatest winners in the history of the sport deserves to be in the top five. No question about that. I have no issues with that. Um, could you convince me that? KD or LeBron are individually better than any of those guys I just mentioned. We could have the discussion, but for sure about Luka and Jokic, as much as, and I love Luka Doncic particularly, okay? And I've defended Jokic as an MVP. Like, I have no problem with him being the MVP. But individually as talents, they are not better than LeBron and KD. No way, no how. So I read, you know, some of, I kind of skimmed through the whole uh, reasons why LeBron and KD dropped so far. Yeah. And this idea that they didn't make the playoffs, you know, or at least in LeBron's case, team didn't make the playoffs. And in KD's case, you know, team got swept out of the playoffs in the first round. Yeah. So I really didn't think that this was about their team. I thought this was simply who's the best player. And in terms of just individual talent, as much as like, see, to me, KD, I don't I don't think he's a good team guy. Now, I said the same thing about Kyrie last year, but I, I just the whole offseason for me with KD, I don't think he's a good team guy. I think he's about KD, and that's just it. Yeah. So for me, I could say I think KD's a spectacular individual talent, but I don't think he's a really good team guy, so I don't have him in my top five. I've got him coming off the bench. But LeBron, the one thing I'll say about LeBron, I know there's a lot of haters out there that talk about LeBron and they go, all he's doing is chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's already won his, his championships. He's just about scoring now. I still perceive LeBron to be about two things, A, winning, and B, his team. Yeah. I don't I have that same perception of KD. Um, I think KD wants to win in a bad way, yes. I think that's why he wanted to leave Golden State to prove that he could win somewhere else. Right, and then he wanted to leave. No, but that Brooklyn but that doesn't because, mean he doesn't want to win. Like I disagree with that. Well, I'm just giving you my perception. Okay, you know. So, but yeah. but again, LeBron to Wait. me. Go ahead. LeBron to me is still based again. Last year, he's 37, 38 years old, and if you were to go look up statistics from last year, and I mean, LeBron is still top like two, three guy in the league in all statistics. I mean, all things combined. Yeah. I mean, he's not the defender he once was because, of course, he's 37 years old. But, I mean, that that's just it. But, like, he's still incredible. Um, Dude, he averaged over 30 points last year. And Embiid led the league last year in scoring at 30.6. LeBron was second at 30.3. By the way, George, I'll have you know, this is all off the top of my head. I have this committed no, to memory. Not. I'm You're not reading this at all. I'm not um, reading this at all Speaking of, per- of perception, I want to yeah. switch gears for a second because we're going to mm-hmm. talk football with Fat Jack in a second. Um, 
there's a perception that's now starting to kind of rear its head, its ugly head with the Rams. And it's about Matthew Stafford. So this guy, Blaine Grisak, had this stat. Coming into last season, before Matthew Stafford, um, uh, coming into last season, Stafford had 11 100-yard rushers in 166 games played. Last season, the Rams just had two. Rams had uh, two one, had Rams 100-yard rushers in 2017 and 18, uh, 17. Now, Todd Gurley did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams 100-yard rushers 2019 to 2021, only five. Um, the team hasn't been the same without Gurley. They need some consistency there. And here's the thing. I think that that guy is right. They need to strike a balance because Matthew Stafford's arm, despite its strength and accuracy and all that stuff, has put its defense in some binds, as we discussed yesterday, and John Ireland asked uh, Sean McVay about. So I, I, I am curious to see, now that they added Malcolm Brown, if they're going to start trying to run the ball a little more with this group, or are they going to continue to just load up on the arm of Matthew Stafford? Because if they're going to do that, that's I don't know if that's the right recipe considering his ailments, his age, and the fact that that didn't work for the Detroit Lions for many years. Everything you're saying, though, has very little to do with Stafford. It has everything to do with the two guys running the team, and that's Sean McVay and Les Snead. It, it's, it, I think that sometimes when coaches, especially offensive-minded coaches, have a lot of success, they, in, at times they give up on the run because they're having so much fun slinging it all around the field right. and putting up all these big offensive statistics. Mm. And, and I just – you're right that in the early part of the Rams moving to L.A. and McVay's career, there was a lot of balance. It was it was Gurley running the ball. It was being very careful with Jared Goff. And it was all this misdirection sort of uh, motion that was very confusing for a defense. And I feel like now, um, once McVay got a, a veteran quarterback, somebody that's a, a real, you know, somebody who has Hall of Fame caliber statistics even though he had no wins to show for it, that's what McVay wanted. That's the offense he wanted. That's that's the roster that has been built for him. All right, let, let's talk more about this as the show progresses. Fat Jack's going to join us. He's 12-3 and three on Saturdays right now. This dude is rolling. I want to know why the hell this Oregon State line with USC has dropped from 13.5 to 5.5. We'll talk to him next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still do. Still kind of do, actually. <laughs> a furry little alien. But I don't I, think, yeah, I don't think a Happy that. Meal happened at Burger King, right? That's a McDonald's thing. No, they had their thing. own thing, though, whatever they called it. But what yeah, they call, yeah, what do they call it? What do they call it? I think it's a kid's meal. Kid's meal? A kid's meal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I loved ALF as a kid growing up. I used to watch it on NBC all the time when I was a kid. Hey, Willie! Is that That's your ALF impression? It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty Very good. limited. But it is what it is. It's all you can do as Alpha's. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. <laughs> That's it. That's all That's I got. All you got. That's, That's it. All huh? I got, you know? <laughs> Two words. Hey, Willie. It's my Alpha impression. He also liked cats. He always wanted to eat cats. I remember. He, did you say he wanted to eat cats? Yeah, that was what he did down in, in the show. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like I like to eat, uh, you know, winners in college football, like my man Fat Jack, twelve and three. Which you know, look, we've been talking about this USC Oregon State thing for mm-hmm. two days now, three days. This is day three that we've been talking about it. So Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com, the man's on a heater right now, twelve and three on Saturdays. If you're not getting his info, you're really doing it wrong at this point, clearly. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter at FatJackSports as well. So, Jack, for three days, this is what you've done to us here. I'm, I'm noticing things even I never used to notice before, and I felt, I felt I was like a competent gambler in the sense like I was more than just literate is the way I would describe it. So I, found, I figured this out that this Oregon State line, I guess, opened on Sunday at 13 and a half, and then boom, at Caesars Palace, in me, or Caesars William Hill, whatever they call it, um, immediately drops to seven, okay? Then from there, it's been bet down all the way to five and a half now. So there's like these uh, tons of steam moves on on Oregon State right now. Can, I, I, I want to get to your picks and your thoughts on all this stuff, but I, I would love for you to kind of give us a quick tutorial here for us in the audience as to how something like this can happen. Well, first, I, I will tell you, if and when we have a losing week, I'll be the first one to come on here and say it, but we are an absolute heater right now things are going great we're four and two again on sunday so everybody's winning things are going great we have plays going tonight and they're all posted under the results tab on the website um to your point what's going on right now is you have a bunch of sharp players that are not believing in what lincoln riley can do defensively because he wasn't able to do anything defensively at oklahoma and so as they start doing their math and figuring out what oregon state is or isn't you're getting big sums of money that are being bet on Oregon State plus the points because they think they have a fighter's chance against a team that gave up 441 yards against uh, Stanford, and Stanford was horrible last year. So that's what's going on. I don't think anybody questions Lincoln Riley's offense. I mean, he's done it everywhere he's gone, including Oklahoma. And USC, their offense is formidable. But defensively, there's still some question marks. They're allowing teams to run the ball against them. And they would probably tell you, well, you know what? We're growing up defensively and offensively is going to be fine. The other problem here is, is that Oregon State says 2019 is 16 and six against the spread as an underdog. And 10 of those games were wins. So they, they not only cover numbers, they beat people in a spots exactly like this. 
So that's what's going on right now. No coach has been better at winning outright as an underdog in certainly the Pac-12 in the western part of the country than is Smith at Oregon State. So uh, that's what's going on. They don't believe in their defense, and they're betting large chunks of money. Uh, not all dollars are, are the same in Las Vegas. There are people that win money doing this, like myself and a number of other people. And when we bet or people bet, that line moves because they understand that's an indicator of more probably sharp money that's yet to come. So, so Fat Jack, are we saying then that – because I hear what you're saying about not believing in the USC defense – but is anybody scouting out what the Oregon State offense is outside of what the numbers you just quoted about what they've done against the spread in the games that they've won? Because I haven't seen them play. I'm just looking at their resume. They beat Boise State and Fresno State, two teams from the Mountain West, big deal. And then they beat up on Montana State. So is it all about not believing in SC, or is there some belief in Oregon State? And there's value also with Oregon State. They're 3-0 against the spread. Uh, they've outperformed the market all three weeks. And you can say that about a lot of teams at this point in the year. Who have they beaten? Who have they played? By the way, mm-hmm. including USC. So, I mean, there's a number of teams that are in that boat. I mean, all the way into the top ten. Who's Oklahoma beat? I mean, there's a who's Michigan beat? I mean, we just don't know a lot about these teams. So, it's about finding value. You're not going to find any value betting on USC right now because offensively they are top, what, five in the country in points scored. They're, yep. they're getting it done on that side of the ball. But – on the defense side of the ball, I think there's some question marks. So it's about finding value at this point, and there's some sharp players that have bought into that and are, are finding value with Oregon State. And the fact that they've outperformed the market in exactly this spot over the last few years uh, doesn't hurt their cause either. Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com. Again, the man is on a heater 12-3 and three on Saturdays, 4-2 and two this past Sunday uh, as well. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at FatJackSports. Thank you for that tutorial and that explanation because we've spent – no joke, this is day three where we've kind of discussed this because we've been monitoring how the line keeps going down. Yeah, and I keep saying, Jack, that it's like in horse racing, if you have a 12-to-1 and all of a sudden by race time it's 3-to-1, you know that big money has been bet and something's going on there. I, we have been sitting here trying to figure out how has this line moved there so much. There you go, and he explains Yeah, it. you got to dig a little bit deeper in sports because not all dollars are created equal. Paramutual betting, I mean, some guy bets 50K, he may just – you know, have $50 million to bet. And so you don't know exactly why that line's moving when it's in sports. But your, your point's exactly right. You get a lot of points on a horse, and you've got bigger money that's betting it down. But in sports, it's even less of a, a transparent thing because not all dollars are created equal. You'll have a number of games. The NFL has been littered with – have over 60% of the, of the tickets and 60% of the money on them, and those bets are – those teams are 2-12 and 12 against the spread so far to start the year. The Joes are getting hammered by betting – Teams like Cincinnati and Dallas, um, you know, games Kansas City against just about anybody. Uh, teams that that typically you just play the better team. Now I'm not here set telling you I would have put you on Dallas with a backup quarterback against Cincinnati, but I am smart enough to know there was no value playing Cincinnati. And a lot of times, making money is who you're not betting as as much as it is who you are betting. So, so uh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, go ahead. No, finish up your thought because I was just going to move on. But go ahead. Yeah, I just, I just think it's important to recognize that um, just because a lot of money is going on a certain team doesn't mean that it's the right type of money, and you've got to always be uh, digging a little bit deeper to figure out who's doing what. And that's something that for 27 years, it comes a little more natural now than it did 27 years ago. I, did, I, sure. I didn't know anything about that when I started. So the contacts I've made really, really come in helpful for my clients and I. So, Jack, tell me what you're hottest on. I don't know if you want to start NFL or college, or but either way, like feel free. Tell us what you're looking at this week. 
Yeah, I'm looking at a couple nobody wants to bet on. I mean, that's the thing. I like Houston plus the points against Chicago. I think we're finding out that Justin Fields is not he's not an offensive juggernaut by any stretch. Nine of his 12 starts as a, as a, a Chicago starter have been under the total, not scoring a lot of points. They played basically four feet of water in week one and got it done. Houston's like that, you know, the, the president of the chess club that shows up at the dance back in, you know, 16 Candles, those movies, and everybody's decided she's all of a sudden pretty because she knows who she is. Houston got rid of their issues at quarterback. I think, listen, they're not going to win, win anything significant, but they are going to outperform the market, especially over the next month or so, more times than not, in spots exactly like this where they're playing teams that don't score. So I would start there in a game that literally bet it and then throw your TV in the ocean because you don't want to watch Houston-Chicago by any stretch. But that's one thing. The other kind of general rule in week three, 0-2 teams that didn't cover or win in weeks one and two, they are really covered a high clip, 55-40-1 against the spread. That's almost 60%. And teams that don't cover or win over those first two weeks, 62% of the time they cover in this week three. Carolina and Cincinnati are both in that a little subset of that group. So be okay. It's like the stock market. You're not going to buy high and sell low. You've got to be okay trying to get out in front of some of these trends. If you're playing public opinion plays, you're getting hammered right now, and that's not how to make money. Um, Jack, I want to ask you about one game that I know seems weird. It's another one of these games you could throw your TV in the ocean. Um, Kansas City and Indianapolis. If Indianapolis got hammered 24 nothing by Jacksonville, shouldn't I think that Kansas City is going to beat them like 48 to nothing? And yet something tells me that maybe that's kind of a weird kind of a place. What do you think about that game? Yeah, since Cincinnati turns the ball over 100 times in week one, they go to Dallas and play a backup quarterback. How in the world does Dallas stay in that game? These type of spots are coming up every week. You're not getting any value playing the favorite because Vegas knows what they're doing. Uh, Everybody's going to regress. You're going to get back to closer to the middle. Kansas City started really, really hot. Expect them to back up a little offensively. India's looked horrible and had some injuries. um, Yet, so expect them to play better. This has a chance to be the most lopsided bet game of the entire year so far as as the numbers are coming in. Yet the numbers working back toward Indy. It's the same. Like I said, sixty percent of tickets and bets on one team. Those teams are two and twelve. Believe that recency bias and not the recency bias that you think we think we can look back and say, hey, this happened last week, so this has to happen this week. That is the wrong recency bias to take. Road dogs are 9-5 and five against the spread this year. So if you're paying home favorites, not a good idea. And certainly teams that have the vast majority of money and tickets on them, they are 2-12 and 12 against the spread so far this year. So be very, very careful. That's the one that's going to hammer people this week if, in fact, the, the public doesn't win because everybody's going to line up and play Kansas City for the reasons you, you just mentioned. Jack, before we let you go, what do, where, do you, where do the people get your information? Everything is posted and documented. I'm not one of those guys that gives out 50 different sets of picks to different people. You get the same exact plays I'm betting in Vegas right now, text to your cell phone, email to you, and then those exact games are posted and documented on the website. You'll see we had under the total in the Philadelphia game on Monday. You give me about two and a half hours, and I'm going to post who we have tonight there. So you're able to see when you sign up and you get those picks, text, and email to you, you're getting the best plays that are also documented and posted for everybody to see. Go to FatJackSports.com. It's less than $100 a week when you go through even Halloween, $5.99 through Halloween. Hoops are coming. We're very good in hoops. And as you said, 13-3 and three on Saturdays, 4-2 and two again Sunday. Things are going really, really well right now. We're going to do it again this week. Go to FatJackSports.com. Sign up today and win this weekend. Jack, thanks for being our gambling guru, brother. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Go get him this week. Have a great time. I'll see you next week.
You too, take care. There he is, FatJackSports.com, at FatJackSports on Twitter. All right, coming up next, what you need to know. And, oh, we've been talking about LeBron and KD in the disrespect. But are they disrespecting AD in this NBA rank? We'll get to that next.